You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? They understand why. Yeah, so sorry. Sorry to be tardy to the party. No, you're all good. I just asked where you were because it looks like you might be still at work. Oh, no, I'm just in my my room. It does look a little cubically. Well, I don't have anything on my walls in my room because I'm a psychopath. Is there a drop ceiling? Yeah. Yeah, that's what did it for me, bud. Well. Are you in a basement? You could have them. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, but it was the lines in the ceiling above you and you wearing a nice shirt where I was like, oh, shit, Mitch is still at work. No, I'm not at work, but I am. Like, I don't have my desk with my nice tripod and where I sit with all my knickknacks and stuff. I'm literally sitting on my bed uh, with my phone balancing on a fucking a box. I, I just assumed that for Midnight Mitch Jones, much like Batman before him, the work never ends. <laughs> yeah, I was out uh, putting some brass knuckle caps into some people's grills. Ooh, nice. <laughs> That a boy. Vigilante justice. Street dentistry. Batman <laughs> <laughs> yeah. won't kill you, but he'll leave your unconscious ass face down in the snow. <laughs> I am the DDS. You're about to get foiled. Don't worry about it. Uh, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it definitely means you're waking up weird. <laughs> All right, let me open up. Here's my box. BG. I feel like this is a weird angle. I feel like this is like my knees are in the frame. You're fine. Kind of like a point of view, and you're looking at us, and like we're down in your crotch. <laughs> oh, I, I thought yeah. that's what here's my box. Oh, meant. what? <laughs> yeah, welcome, welcome to my fucking only cams. <laughs> <laughs> only you make everybody a fortune, here, dude. Everybody on here is really darky, but you guys seem really cool. <laughs> Yeah, dude. We'd give that link out on Chubby Behemoth. You'd be a rich man. We talk about how big you are. We speculate on your hug frequently. So, oh, man. I, so there's one thing I want. It's all of the fucking Chubby Chasers to <laughs> drain money away from you guys' Patreon to go to some sort of fictional OnlyFans. I don't yeah. think this is an either or situation, Mitch. <laughs> I think we're both getting paid, but hell yeah. Well, nah, man. You don't want to fucking see, like, I, I feel like. OnlyFans is a ladies thing because where do you make money? Because people don't want fucking buy pictures of dick. They uh, there's I mean, gotta there's be somebody out there that wants. You to could buy go out. Dick. You'd be surprised about all of the available sex work options that are out. Yeah, there. yeah. There's, there's a lot there's of no money. Val- there's no value to a dick pic. You could go outside and a fucking Polaroid of a dick pic would blow by like a tumbleweed. Yeah, but they well, want to see. They want to see what Jake's telling the truth about Chubby Behemoth right now. There's a good chance Andy Andrist has a bet on whether or not you have a foreskin. No, we mostly just guess is it like nine inches or 12 inches? (laughs) (laughs) It's like Sam and Nathan put together. Yeah, Sam one time was like, I mean, just limp. Imagine how big it has to be for his hands to be able to like pee well. And I oh was like, God. that's beautiful. That's when I told him, I was like, yeah, I want I want the name Oven Mitts Mitch to catch on. And he laughed. And then he was like, yeah, but I mean, like, for real, think about it. Because you can, like, four finger grab your dick when it's limp. 
So if Mitch can do that, that means his dick's huge limp. <laughs> yeah, that'll explain it. <laughs> so wait, do you also do you also debate whether he's cut or uncut? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, why are you guys? Yeah, why are you talking about Mitch's dick? We assume everyone's cut. Sam's fascinated by it. That's fair. I'm Sam's cut. Curious. Overly so. Sam's curious what any other big dude situation is. Mm. Of course he is that perv. Why don't yeah. you go back and do another fucking tunnel? All right. <laughs> 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 uh, well, what's uh, everybody been up to? Oh, I guess we should introduce the show before that. I. All right, we can do that. We're at episode 253 of the Broadcast Geeks. I am one of your geeks, Matt Oren. I am Jake Becker. Midnight Mitch Jones. And I am Nate Balding, the person who immediately thought 253, 5 minus 3 is 2. Is this only the second episode ever recorded? <laughs> yes, this is a conspiracy. We don't know what coronavirus Always is. is. <laughs> we, we know it's 19, which is only 9 plus 1, which equals 10. 1 minus 0, guess what that is? Just the first one. It was a lie all the time. You've never had this before. <laughs> Trying to look back. When did we first? Hmm. It's been two November years. November 2015. Well, I'm, I'm trying to think back what uh, episode we was our first uh, Zoom. Episode 186 titled Into the Roniverse. Into the Roniverse. Okay. I like the fact yeah. that you knew that off the top of your head. I spent, a lot of, I spent a lot of time. I probably have something wrong with me, but uh, I spent a lot of times uh, looking at uh, uh, our episode title names. Yeah. Well, I'll scratch that. I look at the episode title names. I'm like, God, those are fucking funny. And then I look down. I'm like, oh, 12 listens. Cool. Most of those are probably me at work. Um, but yeah, March 31st, 2020, episode 186, Into the Roniverse. Yeah, I have the notes for it. I'm looking at it. We're talking about bidet geeks, whether or not bidets were a thing we were going to use. We talked yeah. about DuckTales, Tarantino films. Tiger King, of course, was big. And Harley Quinn. Oh, man. What a different world. A world right? apart. A multiverse, if you will. I would yeah. say, yeah, of those things, I think bidet is maybe the only one that survives. <laughs> <laughs> uh ducktails will live again oh i hope so i guess Although, holly quinn's coming back really yeah. it's just tarantino that no one cares about now i still do well no i don't i i still like his film i enjoy jokes about him perving on feet sure family guy won't let that dog lie and i enjoy that family guy <laughs> won't let any dog lie I, I about they won't even it. let fucking <laughs> i won't even let brian griffin be dead a literal I've, dog lie yeah i've really enjoyed the new american dad mitch yeah hell yeah i'm i'm very happy with this season it's only a half season there's they're postponing the the back half of the season till fall but who knows yeah. when that'll be holy cow yeah. 17 seasons that show has been around yeah of america oh yeah, yeah american it's dad been... fucking rules yeah, dude, it's it's the Big better of the, of the It's offerings. been on since your television was naturally 4-3. Yep, 2005, baby. And Scott Grimes is in that. I didn't know that. Steve Smith. Yeah, good old Scotty Grimes. Speaking of Scott Grimes and Seth MacFarlane, though, uh, the, the new season of The Orville should be coming up pretty soon. Nice. Mm. I love that show. Yeah, that's it is quite fun. quite literally my favorite Star Trek show. Mm-hmm. I wonder how they're gonna deal with Norm. Ah, he's a, he's a. Oh yeah, dead. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's depressing is that um, Seth MacFarlane and myself are the same age. Shit. 
Yes. Yeah, he's the highest paying paid showrunner in all of uh, history, isn't he? He's a few months older than me, but he is uh, also 48. And uh, well, I think the important thing to know is you have a few months. Yeah, I have a few <laughs> months to get caught up to him and produce uh, 80 shows. Now, whatever number it is. <laughs> I'll get on it. <laughs> I'm sure there's an award show you can still host before summer starts. I don't want to get slapped, so I don't know. Yeah, oh. if you buy all the booze, Frank Sinatra Jr. will hang out with you, too. Uh, that'd be fun. <laughs> um, I haven't watched American Dad really ever. I mean, I watched bits and pieces here and there, but I feel like that boat sailed and I watched it go. Oh, yeah, I understand that. Uh, but I, I, I kind of think that now might be the time to jump in because really? it is... Yeah. It's so far good. beyond any of its original premise, which was not great and did feel like it was Seth MacFarlane ripping off himself for a while. Mm-hmm. And now it's its crazy own show that I think is at least as good as any given mid-era Simpsons. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I will agree. And once they really abandoned the whole like, oh, he's a conservative dad with a liberal daughter and a nerd son. And then once they really were like, hey, Roger can just wear whatever he wants and be when whatever character. When everyone became psychotic and yeah. so into their own neuroses. Yeah, when they made Franny a secret stoner. Yeah. Rogu. Rogu. And Jeff and Haley's like slightly abusive relationship. I mean, you ever see the one with Guy Fieri? Buckle? Yes. Buckle. Oh, man. Uh, Guy, the one with Guy Fieri, Nate, have you seen this, Matt? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? (laughs) I mean, I'm not sure if I have. I uh, I think Seth MacFarlane's awesome. Like I think he's pretty brilliant. So I'm sure I would love the show. Oh yeah, I mean it's a good time to jump in. Like Nate was saying, uh, there's there's a newer episode where they find out that Guy Fieri is actually uh, excuse me Guy Fieri. Um, he's actually a demon that takes possession of a new host body every every so often, and he just basically eats until their heart is crusted over, and then jumps to a new body. <laughs> yeah, I mean that sounds great. That is a a, a, a crazy ass story that can't exist anywhere that doesn't have seventeen years of continuity that they have <laughs> to avoid. Yes, right. the principal is like one of the best characters ever. Principal Lewis. Principal Principal Lures. Principal Lures. Just like now, just a complete oh. drug dealing pimp, degenerate gambler. And one of the few survivors of the Roger alien apocalypse. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yep. Snot, Steve, the, the revelation about the Asian very. kid very recently. Toji, what was that? That he speaks English. Oh, yeah. Toshi. Toshi! <laughs> well, he's spoken English the entire time. They put it on screen. <laughs> well, true. but not subtitled. He just tells them, like, I speak English. I hate you guys. (laughs) Steve's singing. Once Steve's singing was established as part of the show, that really took off for me. Yeah. The boy band with 12 members, boys, 12. Mm. His creepy songs about his mom. Is Steve the kid? Yeah, he is. Yes. Okay. And he's got like an R&B God voice. Really does. Scott Grimes can really sing. Yeah. He's got pipes. Mm. They go all the way down. Holy cow. Do you know who Scott Grimes is married to? Adrian Palicki. Adrian Palicki. Quentin Tarantino's feet. 
I thought they got ah. divorced and then re- briefly remarried and then briefly got divorced again. Uh, they remarried, remarried in again. 2019. That's all it says. Oh, well, well, fuck a luck a ding dong. She was Mockingbird on uh, <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah? She was Bob. Yeah, Bobby. Yep. Bobby wow. Morris. Bobby. Well, good for them. She was in, Linda Carly. In an ill-fated uh, promise of a, a spinoff show. Yeah. That's true. Oh, that's right. We were supposed to get a Mockingbird show, right? Yeah, that's part of what derailed S.H.I.E.L.D. was when they lost those characters that were going to the spinoff that never happened. Uh, I I read something earlier today, and I want to say I read something, but it was really just like, oh, I read the article, so I counted it as a thing that I heard or read. I read the, the headline. might as well be a book. Yeah, <laughs> the headline well or the book. article? The headlines. <laughs> Okay. It was something about how they established that they well it's the same Matt Murdock and the everything is is canon from Daredevil but now they're walking it back and they're saying it might be a variant Matt Murdock. Mm. I mean they this is the second At time they've point, confirmed it and walked yeah. it back. They're just trying to not confirm anything before they make the announcement of how he's like permanently coming back i think because feige said it once and then this announcement which was through disney plus's homepage, it's in the description of the show i mean it's but it's a good he, move i i suppose if you're a company with this much money online to be like maybe it is and maybe it isn't well i think really the reason they walked it we're, back is immediately people were like well then is defenders canon is iron fist canon and they were like uh-oh we don't want to answer all that quite yet and they were like did Bobby Morse marry Scott Grimes? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> she getting grimy. Um, I, I I feel like they have to keep all of that because if they're taking a little, even a little bit of flack for adding all those Netflix shows to their service, which is a little bit uh, rough around the edges for Disney, I feel like that means they're committing. They're not catching any flack though. They put on a whole parental controls that, like the first time you log in, once they were put on, you have to engage. And but they were figure. catching flack because it goes against that that image that Disney has uh sculpted for themselves over the the decades right yeah but i think it was that's also only because it's on the disney plus channel like because the company disney owns a lot of libraries of movies that they would not distribute under their name yeah like Uh, song of the south right (laughs) well (laughs) forget about certain it's definitely one of them yes i made a funny (laughs) i i don't know Um, i'm looking forward uh, to it when does when does it come out again when does uh well shit when does all this stuff come out god dr strange and the mystical agamotto time fuck up everything is within the next like six weeks or so yeah, Whoa, May Fourth. That means it'll be out while we're in opposite Trinidad Star Wars once again. Southwest Chief. Yeah, which means we can go see it in a safe theater together. Uh, I might be into that. What do you think about that, Mitch Jones? He uh, he's having audio issues. It's apparently, oh. I yeah. thought he was just looking something up because the screen goes black when that happens. I'm sorry for ruining the veil. <laughs> you're, you're all good. No, he was just looking something up, huh, Mitch? What? Yep, that's right. 
You were looking uh, something up. Well, we were talking about uh, uh, b- b- Doctor Strange and the Mystical Dick of Wonder it comes out the same weekend as the uh, <laughs> festival. It does. So we're all going to go to the theater down here together and see a movie together like it's the olden times. And then we could record in Mitch's uh, in Mitch's truck outside the theater <laughs> like we used to do. We could all get in my Buick for fuck sure. <laughs> you know what? We don't have the recorder anymore. I, I don't know what it, where it is. I have one. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then, um, I, I find it hard to believe that anyone lives in Trinidad and can't just naturally access the movie theater. You must have a key to it by now. No, I wish I did. Because <laughs> I'd be in there changing out projector bulbs. <laughs> you should just be a mysterious benefactor. Like, you should rent a hot air balloon and a hot, uh, rent a top hat and a mustache and then... Like come down and be like, I hereby bequeath these projectables to the Trinidad data. <laughs> yes, and that might work. I- accept them yourself as your other alter ego, the Phantom of the Cinema. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I saw a really cool poster today for Doctor Strange. I don't know if it was fan made. No, it's real with all the shit in it. No. No, it was um, because Sam Raimi directed it. What it was, was it was a knockoff of the Evil Dead poster where it's Wanda coming out of the, you know, coming up and a hand coming out of the ground, pulling at her. I do believe that's fan made because I did see it as well. But have you seen the official one? That's rad. And I hope that it somehow gets used. It was sweet. Have you fellas, have you guys seen the official poster and looked at it closely? I don't know. It sounds like there's shit in it well it's a shard. it's like he's shattering the shard of glass and it's broken around the frame you know but when you look at the shards of glass and the reflection there's pretty much dead giveaways to who characters in it are going to be all right like there's a captain america shield with a british flag on it well as well there should be uh yeah because Cap- captain hey. potter even has her own comic book uh, she's getting her own show. Yep, she's getting her own show. Peggy Carter is. Yeah. There's strong rumors. Uh, well, another one. She's going to basically be the lead story, as far as I know, on the second season of What If. It's really kind of just going to be like, hey, Peggy Carter assembles these new Avengers. And they're space Avengers, and they're doing whatever the fuck they're doing. Yeah, but there's also rumors that there might be live action shit coming because she's obviously about to suit up in this film. So why not run with that? Will be extensively dope. Yeah, there's a bunch of other shit in the shards of glass. Like there's so many symbols, and you know, like X wheelchair wheels. Boy, this feels a lot like college dorm room talk, dude. Have you seen these shards? Yeah, so many weird symbols here. (laughs) <laughs> real, real quick, Nate, I'm going to share this ah! this picture if you can oh, see. Oh, that rules. Yeah, see, why is that a that potentially dope? Francesco Francovia? Oh, I don't think it is. Alexei but... Kotolevsky. All right. The Russian. All right. So, yeah, I thought that was sweet. I saw it today. It got me all giggity. And I oh, was and, it, was and it is. I, and I don't even care if that's the plot. It wasn't the plot to Evil Dead 2 either. Right. <laughs> yeah, I the last time I looked at the poster, uh, it was a lot going on. And then I, I realized like there's part of me that wants to know what's going to go down. And then part of me that just wants to go in and, and be like, I'm just going to enjoy whatever it is. I mean, I, I think with this one, we're just going to have to swim in it. 
Like it's going to be so many weird things that a bunch of different teams uh, have put together to try and create the new phase for Marvel out of a thing that, I mean, how many people actually watched WandaVision? I know it was decent numbers, but I liked it. Yeah. Like people aren't probably going to know what the fuck is going on when they go to see the next Avengers movie. Well, they'll probably do it where they'll introduce that character and he'll give maybe like a 10 second backstory which will take care of those who hadn't watched wandavision right that's that's my thought yeah well i mean they're gonna have to and and that is in the vein of how comics have always done it you know they recreate themselves every couple of years Mm -hmm. like eventually chris claremont has to stop writing every x book (laughs) yeah it's true but but also like i feel like we're getting to the tipping point where it's like, how much do you expect of your casual audience to absorb before going into seeing a new movie? Like, like you said, there's probably people that are just casual going to see the Doctor Strange movie, but they're like, I didn't watch WandaVision or the other 23 movies. Right. There's going to be people who go to Doctor Strange because they thought the 3D was cool in the first one and they never even saw No Way Home. Right. And they're going to be sort of lost in this. Well, you know what? I mean, maybe they wrote a perfect movie that walks a tightrope. I th- I think based on ticket, together, based on ticket and sales numbers, I think they're banking on the fact that everybody has seen everything. I mean, that's what they're always banking on. But yeah, but they have data to back it up. They true. keep they keep just breaking records. Like I think the audience hasn't shrunk. If they really wanted to be evil bastards, they would be like, "Look, you you won't understand Spider-Man: No Way Home, and you won't understand." fucking Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness if you don't go see Eternals. Yeah, that's genius. Well, so now looking at the top, looking at the cast at least, so they're, I mean, they're basically confirming that Patrick Stewart's in the movie. Um, no, he is. They uh, confirmed oh, yeah, he's it in the trailer. in the trailer and everything, yeah. Well, they didn't show it. They just, you heard the voice and we all assumed. Or we they all show his, they sh- uh, he, he's they show in there. His, his face yeah. shows I, up briefly. I didn't. I think I didn't it might be. The it might be from another movie that they just clipped it's, in. They show this shot of him, like the back of his head in frame when he's talking. He's in the frame. Okay, well, I, I didn't see it. I also see that Anson Mount is listed in there. So, I mean, As they're definitely Hulk? showing the Illuminati because that's two of the characters right there. In is he playing Black theory, Yeah. He must I mean, be. he would have to be. Playing who? Bolt. Black Bolt. Black Bolt. Oh, okay. Blackagar Boltagon. Yeah. You know? yep. And then Carter's <laughs> from, in that. From that show that actually nobody watched. Nobody hey, watched. Hey, me and Jake went and saw the first yeah. two episodes all in right. theaters, all right? As as did I. <laughs> yeah, it ruled. And we came but back I also and I'm... Sh- sat through the Eternals the first weekend it was open. Uh, and that was the first movie I'd been back to. I think in the entire COVID period. Yeah, I still thankfully think very humans, few attended. I think Inhumans would have gotten pretty good if it was allowed to keep going. I know it would. I think the Inhumans are great. There's a ton of good storylines. The characters are fantastic. It leads to a massive number of. I assume they were going to try and go towards a War of Kings situation yeah and it was expanding actually expanding the cosmic universe they fleshed it out really well in the first season it was just people weren't on board for learning about that many characters no nobody would have 
If it was a Disney Plus show, probably. Yeah. Yeah, but well, then they could have afforded Medusa's up, hair. Uh, uh, yeah, which come on. That 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 was their biggest mistake. You right, lost but every the, actual inhumans fan the second you were like, well, let's shave Medusa's head. Right, but actual inhumans fans make up a fraction of the people they were trying to get to watch it. Right. Because <laughs> that book people has who never have very specific no, it is not. Yeah. People have very specific opinions about Jack Kirby going yeah. to DC. Yes. With the new gods. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I think uh, Mitch brings up a good thing to explore, though, because if it was on Disney Plus, if that had been the way, like if they'd had that whole infrastructure at the time and released it that way, it probably would have seen a lot more people. Oh yeah. And so I mean, it, yeah. yeah. I, well, I mean, everything. It could, and I'm almost, I'm sort of backpedaling on what I was saying earlier. But that is, if you're already, uh, you know, subscribed into Disney Plus for Marvel, mm-hmm. you're you might as well be getting all the books every week. Yep. When it's like when I was a kid and I had a box and I was just like, I literally said, make mine Marvel. As a nine-year-old, to my local comic book purveyor, yeah, and it was like, oh, we'll put all of them in there then. Yeah, that worked for about two months. Then Marvel expanded all of their first issues because uh, comic books exploded. But you know, yeah, and you fell victim to the X famine. Uh, well, I was a child getting a small allowance for mowing lawns and doing dishes and laundry, but. Yeah, and all of a sudden it went from eight titles to 35. Yeah, look, I can't get the new mutants, goddammit. I love yeah. you, Bill Sienkiewicz, but... I don't I don't care about Excalibur. Comics used to be like, what, 75 cents? Uh, they were a dollar, dollar, dollar 25 by then. I, I think I, I was probably getting them at 75 cents, and then, yeah, they jumped up to above 25 real yeah. quick. And then Superman died, and they jumped up to like... Two two twenty five. Yep. Yep. Whatever happened fault. to DC's drawing the line at two ninety nine? They were like, ah, fuck it, three dollars for a book. I know uh, that the- Batman's Dick book was not three dollars. Well, no, but that was technically DC Black Label. Uh, they got told that they were going to get liquidated if they didn't turn a profit by their new corporate daddies. That's what happened with yeah. that promise. All of the comic book. This is kind of amazing that they're all doing so well now. Because every comic book company almost went out of business in like 1993. Mm. Yeah. But Marvel Nearly was like, Marvel, Marvel declared ca- bankruptcy more than once. Oh, eight, eight times. Stanley de- declared it bankruptcy like eight times in 12 years. He went out yeah. and he was like, hey, who wants to buy some movie rights? Boy for sale. Boy for sale. <laughs> and boy, Ro- Roger Corman was right there to say, I will pick up that boy and do horrendous things with him. Oh, goodness. I just saw something crazy that I had never heard of before, but did you know that there was a unaired television pilot for a Wonder Woman show? With Adrian Palicki? Yes, as Wonder Woman. Uh, and yes. Pedro Pascal was in it. He was, was he Steve Trevor? Ed in Delicato. Which is Spanish for Steve Trevor. Steve Trevor's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I had no idea. No, just no, you know what? I haven't Steve ever Trevor. seen it. Yeah. I've never seen it, but I did watch a um, Mr. Sunday movies caravan of garbage about it. It's pretty well. I mean, it's two if you want to see two Australians making fun of it, it's I, pretty good. I, I do. Maybe. There's a trailer for it. I want to watch this. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. I used to watch the old TV show back in the 80s mm-hmm. i'm so excited for moon night tonight there's no fucking possible way i'm gonna be awake for it 
Oh, it's Wednesday. Oh, it's Tuesday. Oh, that's right. Midnight. Okay. It's yeah. Tuesday. You know what that means. Well, so we, we recorded before the last episode, right? So what what is everybody's thoughts? Yes, on? we did. I watched yeah. it with Jake last week. I think it fucking rules. I like the inroad they took. I know that they changed the character because Nate's here and he's the only other person that would know that. They, well... I mean, they did, and maybe they didn't, because we'll see what happens with well, the other. I just mean Steve. But I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah Steven's he, not he, the millionaire. He, he should be the, yeah, the movie yeah. producer that keeps making all these Moon Knight pictures. Yeah, the money coming. Uh, which would make more sense, but also, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I uh, The way I felt about it was... If I was a person who didn't come into this knowing this character and enjoying it for many years, I'm not sure that I would know what the fuck was going on. But again, this maybe goes back to the Disney Plus thing, where if you bought Disney Plus specifically to stream Marvel things, you're just going to throw your trust in with them. So, yeah, dude, my coworker, my coworker DP and his wife Lisa watched it, and they both fucking loved it. They had no idea who Moon Knight was going into it. Yeah, same. I mean, I fucking had a good time with it. It's a it's a psychological thriller slash really dark comedy. I liked what I liked most about it. I think were the the transition scenes, the way it was filmed. Yeah, the jumping yeah. between action was great. Yeah, where he's uh, like, and he's here, and then he's on, like, ongoing. That's I think gonna be really fun. I, I also so. like watching him murder that jackal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How crazy would it be if there was no action sequences in this whole fucking thing and you just see him do the like and then he, like well, it cuts to the end of the action and you're just like oh sorry, I, sorry. I'd almost I'd probably be I, I have I have read Moon Knight arcs that are essentially that. Yep, I'd be in. It's still fun because you'd be able to piece it together based on what was like him all of a sudden being backwards in the truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then seeing the other cars fly off the road. So was I um, mistaken, but does Mark Spector speak with like an American accent and then Stephen Glansberg, yes. whatever his name is, is British? Yes. 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 Spector is a horrific American mercenary who has one of the worst histories in the entire Marvel canon. He was, I mean, Punisher? Yeah. 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 He killed, he, he would go. His origin story is that he got hired by a guy named Bushman to go into Africa to kill Rhodesians during the 70s when that was really problematic. Oh, here's a good quote from uh, Mark Spector in one of the comics. It says, uh, let's establish some parameters. I'm not Spider-Man and I'm not the Punisher. They represent extreme ends of the same costume spectrum. I'm Moon Knight. You all know that means one thing. No one in this room, myself included, knows precisely what I am capable of. I beat the Avengers. Imagine what I could do to any one of you. That's fucking dope. Yeah. Uh, And that's from, I believe, the most recent issue of Moon Knight, where he gets himself put into prison so that he can go fight a guy because he got hired by that guy's wife to kill him. Because he was a superhero, a super villain uh, who was super strong, who had been beating her uh, for her whole uh, marriage to him. And you don't know that until the end of the issue. You just think that he's in prison because of all the other shit that he's done. That's horrific. And he's been picked up. And then he's like, oh, no, he's there for some altruistic sort of reason, except it's also still for money. So kind of not. Yeah, it came out in January released. Uh, It's uh, volume nine, number seven. Yep. Nice. 
But I like that. That's a cool quote. <laughs> yeah, dude. Moon Knight's and gangster. Then, and then he does rip Deadpool? that dude to shreds in a cage match at the bottom of uh, what are the tank or whatever they're calling it, where Marvel's keeping their superhero prisoners during Devil's Reign. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. I haven't yeah, read any of those. I've just been some, reading the synopsis. Yeah, it's a different version of the raft. Yeah, pretty much. Um, anyway, it kicks ass. I, I definitely recommend it. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely cool knowing nothing about that character. It's really nice to not have the burden of it being like, oh shit, it's connected to the other million. I mean, like, I know it's connected, but I know it's like not having to be like, well, shit, if I didn't see the fucking Winter Soldier, I won't understand what's going on with Moon Knight. Mm. Yeah, well, but we, the, I think it'll be nice, more connected nice to like. Thing about, sorry, yep. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say the nice thing about him is he's not even connected to himself so yeah i think literally anything could go down yeah and i think if we do get anybody it'll be blade or fucking black knight like that mystical end of shit i don't think he's going to connect into the mainline stuff we've been seeing he might eventually in the films but i don't think they'll even hinted anything like that in the show what if he fights deadpool that'd be fucking dope he's he's going to win and he's going to keep to Actually, literally, there is a comic book where you can see Moon Knight fight Deadpool and he kills him over and over and over. So, yeah, he just never wins because Deadpool can't die for real. Well, this is dope. You know who plays the god, Khonshu? Uh, F. Murray fuck. Abraham. Yeah. F. Murray Abraham. The idiot's back. Oh, did it, did it do it again? No, that's the what. That's what he says. Oh. <laughs> when when spe- when uh Stephen wakes up in Spectre's body, he's like, yes. "The idiot's back." The idiot's back. That was funny. <laughs> so, who's the real personality, Spectre? That's what it's. That's what it seems like. Uh, Spectre's I mean, like th- the main human personality. Oh, oh, hard to say, you know, who Moon- gets to the who gets to the top of Crazy Jane's head in Doom Patrol? But who gets yeah. to be the power? one of them? Well, but one of the things in his head is a god's assassin. Well, yes, because the they're gonna have Mister Knight too, which I don't know enough about. That's pretty recent in the books. That's in like the last two runs, right? Yeah, and that's just sort of a stand-in for Stephen. Uh, but he's like wearing he's, Moon Knight. He's the one that uh is like he's at least the one that isn't violent all the time okay like he'll he'll sit down and have a conversation uh that seems reasonable and then beat the shit out of you okay yeah i'm i'm loving i can't wait i thought the cinematography was great i like the scene where he's walking by all the mirrors and then you see the reflection and i I mean i know that that there's film magic i just i think it's great how they could do something like that where you know you don't see the reflection of anything that you're not supposed to see and then they have a whole separate scene going on in the mirrors i think it's great it's awesome and i liked there was one scene where the cgi wasn't great but to be honest i liked where that the way they picked and choose because well, it's and, it's and, in the car chase when they go around the, yeah. the tree semi that looks like shit mm. but i'd so much rather that scene fully look like shit and then him suiting up to beat a jackal to death look pretty good than both of them be mediocre you know what i mean yeah and he's also literally the protector of a passerby at night mm-hmm. so any cgi that we're going to see is probably going to be you know in the right sort of uh lighting naturally to fudge a lot of it yeah but i but it, like kenoshu could have looked like shit and instead they were just like make the cars look yeah. like grand theft auto and let's fucking do this 
They did strike me as I was like, it looked like I was playing a video game. Yeah, there's a fl- the flash when I go around it. All of a sudden, you're like, whoa, those aren't even real cars. And then it goes right back to a pretty good looking scene. Oh, man. Speaking of like weird CG, remind me about that later when we're done talking about Moon Knight because I want to talk about something. Talk about it. We can jump back. Good. Do it. No, 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 no. It, it, it's, uh, Let's keep talking about Moon Knight, and I'll remember, hopefully. (laughs) I'm just excited to see where it goes with Amit and all this shit that they're doing, because they have so many places they can go. There's, there's like no reins on this. Just fucking. And the Amit stuff was crazy. Uh, Oh, yeah. I mean, also, they have the entire Egyptian pantheon of the afterlife to work with. Yes. It seems like they're maybe going to take that chance. Because that'll look insane, but it's fucking cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, so dude. What's up with the dude that put the gl- the glass in his shoes? Oh, He's a home. servant of Ahmet. Yep. Ahmet Zappa? A- <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no, the crocodile bitch she's named after. <laughs> Sorry, that was funny. <laughs> it was great. Mitch is the king. Uh, yeah, well, and, and Ahmet is... Uh, the bizarre chimeric goddess possibly god that weighs your heart against a feather in the afterlife to decide whether or not you're allowed to go there and reap all the rewards or just constantly get devoured by other monsters Uh, and hilariously if you were not a pharaoh you don't get to be one in the afterlife if you were a slave you're just still a slave even though Ahmet has granted you access to the afterlife yeah and now now you just gather reeds for some asshole again forever which is hilarious to me for some reason do you think they're gonna do a job shoveling cloud do you think they're gonna do a bit of deep dive into the egyptian pantheon yeah that's why they haven't point out that the poster's wrong right away yeah they're they're definitely gonna go into it and the cult that they're building around ahmet and there's gonna be the other gods and and uh well fuck i just said the name the bird goddamn god he works for no uh Ra might show up uh, yeah but but, he but the one has a big problem with conchu in that one is a sun and one is a moon uh but horus may also show up that's the Mm -hmm. uh, bird man the other bird man yeah bird man get in here we might we we might even see like a (laughs) multi-legged i guess hippos all have multi-legged but like like a ten-legged hippo that has way too many eyes. Yeah. Ooh, a decapod? shit that lives in uh, the the ecto version of the Nile River. Yeah. That's Look, there's a bunch dope. of cool stuff. I I recommend reading up on your Egyptology. Ecto hippo. What about Isis? That's well, they can't God. talk about Isis anymore. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I yeah, they ruined that. that. Bit, that's, you know? that's probably true. Yeah, they put <laughs> Archer into a coma for fucking four seasons because of it. <laughs> Selena Kyle's cat can't be named Isis anymore. Yep. Well, that explains her new cat, Taliban. <laughs> uh is there a batman roast coming up because you should use that Uh, there's a harry potter roast coming up but uh, just use it anyway i think you can still use it yeah (laughs) yeah it works i did the lord of the rings roast despite knowing nothing about lord of the Rings. Mm. Uh, but i i did watch the first lord of the rings oh yeah I had to watch one. it. It's for homework. Yeah, one, and two, three. We're sorry. Nobody no, else no, jumped man. in. I fucking love it. You know what, it. man? 
I, uh, I, I didn't think it was that bad. I'm going to go finish the other two so I can fucking have the, cause I like, I can't leave the story incomplete. I, I, I don't know which one is my favorite. It's probably return of the King. Um, because there's a bunch of scenes that are the, some of the parts are greater than the whole for me, but like the two towers has a sick amount of action going on in it. I think the two towers has the best battle sequences yeah mm-hmm. like return of the king mm-hmm. it's cool when the riders come over and crest the sun yeah and then come yeah that's great but uh the two towers looks like it's not a child writing a comic book where a bunch of uh random heroes from another land show up to but save there's, everybody there's so much that happens in the the battle uh the battle for gondor uh gondor? at the end of return of the king that it it, 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 there's so many good things that I remember from the book that got translated into movie that just right. really got me all going. But I, I would say Two Towers is is probably from a battle perspective more enjoyable, especially like uh, well, Helms Deep. Plus, it's got Billy yeah. fucking Butcher in it. Yeah. As soon as, as soon as Carl Urban and showed up with his little wig, I was just like fucking diabolical. Yeah. Have you considered just reading the books? Amir. Fuck. No, I'm not going to read the books. I'm going to watch it like a human. The walking is less painful. They, they go quicker than you'd think. Yeah, quicker no, than the movies. No. The Zach books Dan, are great. Zach I would Reiner say that's had a great probably true. Recently about from the roast. Uh, yeah. Zach Reinert made a joke about George Bush uh, being a fan of the Two Towers. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I watched that. I'm, 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 I watched the first one in one, three out. I didn't watch the extended edition, Matt. Yeah, I, you don't I went to. for the, it, for the sake of time, I went for the two hour and 58 minute version rather than the three hour and 28 minute version. I think for so. somebody who's never read the books, the, the abridged one is, is more than necessary. But for anyone who read the books that loves the books, you have to watch the, the extended version because you get a little bit more of what you want. Would you agree? See, that, I couldn't. Uh, yeah. More references, a little more flavor. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously there's uh, we, we've got no real Tom Bombadil. There are some wizards that are missing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. They but make also, up for that. They the weren't ultra necessary to the story at all. Right. Unless you want to get into the Silmarillion. I don't know. I I tried reading the Two Towers once for a a book report in high school because I'm a fucking idiot. I was just like, I'll just start with the second one. And they... The teacher definitely knew I was bullshitting because I didn't know anything about. I knew shit about fuck about the Lord of the Rings. Well, you know, <laughs> here's the weird thing: the Two Towers was the first one that I read because it was the one that had the coolest cover on the shelf when I was a kid. Mm. Uh, so you read them I in Shadow Order. Yes, I also read the Shannara books. <laughs> no, I, you read them in Machete oh, I, Order? Oh, Machete, yes. I, I read them machete. in Machete Order. <laughs> uh, that was a fun mishap. It was. Uh, but, uh, I mean, the Two Towers, I think, stands pretty close to alone. Uh, you, it starts uh, off with these guys going, hey, hey, we're going to go up on this hill and kill some orcs, and then we're going to find our friends. And then a bunch of weird shit happens. You know, they introduce yeah. enough in the two towers to make it its own thing. However, you know, they're still going to see, um, you know, you're going to learn about a little bit about Rohan there. But the the people from 
the first movie, you, you need to know a little bit of their backstory, I would say. But you can get away with it, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it definitely wasn't as bad as I had always told myself it was going to be. But I've been watching, after the first one, watching it in one big, long slog, I've been watching it in 40-minute chunks, like a mini-series. I don't know if that takes away from the the art, so to speak. But. Nah, I don't think it does. I think it's it's paced it's filmed a certain way where it's kind of paced and and i think another part that would confuse somebody who didn't see the first movie would be when they meet is it in the two towers where gandalf becomes gandalf the white yep yes so that might be a little confusing not knowing that there was already a white wizard and gandalf was gray right yeah i mean i guess uh if you're a kid like me and you already were like a fan of playing Dungeons and Dragons. You just went, oh, Wizard's here now. Yeah. This seems right. right. Yeah, that's fair. They they have a magical ring owned by a monster. Yeah. Who the fuck, why have you put all his power into this ring? Like, you never once thought, Sauron, that someone could cut your fucking fingers off and then you would cease to exist because you had to go into the power of the ring? He didn't learn about Horcruxes because uh, Harry Potter came out later. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> what, what also, uh, Sauron's non-binary, so he's not a big J.K. Rowling fan. <laughs> <laughs> right. Non-binary Sauron. That's does, that, Sauron. Does, does Sauron use? Oh, man. I mean, that's essentially what's coming out, right? Is uh, the Lord of the Rings TV show Sauron years is... Uh, <laughs> He just travels around <laughs> sowing yeah. his weird seed in all Young the Sauron. All the characters are in Middle Earth High. It's like Riverdale. Yeah. <laughs> or the ring. Oh. Yeah. Shows him going leaving Mordor Middle School on his way to uh Middle Earth High, yeah. <laughs> when does this Everybody show come hates- on, by the way? Is it already out that Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power? No. Oh, it's I, July, I think isn't it's- it? Still, I thought it was maybe still in production, but yeah, but I think they did announce a date in that know. last September second, September, September second, yeah. yeah. Oh, so they finally put out like a teaser trailer with images, but it doesn't mean anything. It's just like a glowing piece of wood forge. I don't know anything about it, but this so it's set in the second age. Ooh, Maddie's going to be excited about this. Um, <laughs> no, he, he's going to love the takes, most. That or hate it, takes- it the most place before the books oh yeah uh, it's gonna take place like thousands of years about 2500 years like yeah before the so movies? so you're gonna you're yeah. gonna learn about some of the uh early players the age before men when elves mostly ruled yeah. and dwarves had already been sent underground and uh the i think what, what is it the vanir and aesir that might be actual nordic things aesir mm-hmm. is Sure, I'm con- I'm conflating some mythologies here. Anyway, it's about a godlike being who is going to go around creating and destroying all the things that lead up to uh, his rise to power. Mm. Oh, there's uh, so like uh, like imagine if there was a kingpin show and it was just about kingpin fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you embarrass me in front of Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> This sounds cool to <coughs> get some of these characters because I never read the Cimmerillion, so I don't know a lot of the uh, some of the backstory. I've read um, 
like the cliff's notes of it. Uh, but they it looks like there's all kinds of really cool characters in here. Isildur is going to be in it. Uh, Galadriel, of course, and Elrond, but when they were younger. Hubbard? But uh, a Brandyfoot is going to be Hubbard, Mitch. Ooh. <laughs> Bunch of dwarves. This is Gilgalad. Oh, yeah. Gloin's probably in it. Gimlin's. No, no, it's going to be before them. There sure. is a, there is so a, so wait, it's, it's going to be a lot of, uh, a lot of elves fighting and losing, uh, because Sauron, with power granted to him by Morgoth, typically through the rings, but even before that, uh, is allowed to raise the powers of men, which makes them the next evolution of the world through the third age. Oh, so wait, so so there's a point where men didn't exist. It was just no, they were just like elves, little and then an elf. No, yeah, men elf. were just shitty uh, monkey things that no one cared about. Right. And, and then Sauron was like, "I can actually elevate you, uh, semi magically." Well, there there will and be some humans. of them become heroes. Like uh, Halbrand is mentioned here, a human running from his past whose destiny is entwined with Galadriel. Interesting. Mm. Because it says here, you know, so Elrond is a half, he's half elf. So yeah, most of the heroic humans are, are half elves or guys. Elrond was a sea captain. Oh, what? of course. He eventually has to sail to the West and then Thank create a uh, uh, Dianetics. Yes. There you got it. We're, we're with it. <laughs> I was with you. <laughs> no. I know. The rise of the Dark Lord Sauron, the fall of Numenor. Yeah, there's a lot going to happen here. I'm to to be excited. fair, it's not a lot different from Xenu being destroyed in a volcano. <laughs> I mean, this, this, this Old Testament with wizards? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I think the show will be cool because I think it'll be more um, palatable in the chunks and the storytelling style. That those movies just fucking meander. It makes me feel like I'm dying. Yeah, it, I definitely kept falling asleep because I was like, midnight sounds like a good time to start watching the fucking Lord of the Rings, a three-hour-long movie. That's insane, dude. That's I'm like midnight, nine, Mitch Jones. I know, but that's like getting into nipple clamps. That's like a whole new level of like, I'm gonna do this to myself and learn to like it. Well, now you're Middle <laughs> Earth, Mitch Jones. No more midnight, yeah. Middle Earth, Mitch Jones. There oh fuck, JD. What have you done to us? <laughs> this is all JD's um, fault. It is. Um, no, actually, I, I would have had to do the roast anyway. So fair enough. Um, but would you have done the homework, or would you have just? Oh maybe yeah, because I didn't. I mean, I didn't want to just go into it blind. I wanted to do a good roast. And I was like, oh, hello, it's me, Frodo. Um, I know he doesn't talk it would like have that. Been, it would have been very funny if you just went in and was like, I don't know, Gandalf. Fuck, it's a gand. <laughs> the first part of an elf. Elf. Let's talk about that. He's back in pog form. He's back. Uh, um, it's back in action. Also, form. I, not, like, I feel dirty talking about all this fucking horse and sword. So I feel like some space stuff. Well, you, you should. Your council. What Trick, space stuff? Trickling blood. I, um, fringing. <laughs> I watched the first episode of Halo. It's oh. free. It's free on YouTube. If you guys want to watch it, you don't have to have Paramount Plus. You it? have oh, my password. You're. I know, but like, I'm. I'm waiting. I don't know what I'm waiting for, but like, <laughs> I, I do want to know what you felt about it because uh, I had some opinions, but I'm not as well informed about the okay. entire Halo 
series. So just right off the bat, if you have a fucking uh, media franchise that has an iconic song associated with it, why the fuck isn't that you would think song? What the fuck? I I don't know, man. That would really bug me that that wasn't the theme song. Also, like, I'm not going to say the theme was bad. It's very heroic, but it's very generic. And if you're doing a Halo show and you already have the fucking Halo song, why wouldn't you just do that? I, uh, and it might just be me. I would have accepted just the start screen for 30 seconds. Right. Exactly. Credits rolling over it. Yeah. It would have been fun if it just had campaign multiplayer and like it was a, like a faux select screen. Right. And somebody chooses campaign and then uh, yeah. immediately loses campaign because uh, let's go <laughs> multiplayer. <laughs> yeah. I um it's I mean it's also kind of weird to deviate from the main story because like I mean you you in the chat, Nate, you said you weren't too familiar or well versed with like the backstory. And I don't know if any of you guys watched that hour-long Halo lore video that I dropped in the chat. I, I did sort of skip through it some. Uh so I saw like 40 minutes of it, I think. Nice. I mean, uh, well, because some of it was like chillers like, ah, I, know, I think I know about that right. jump 10. Right. I have it bookmarked if that makes you feel better. <laughs> it doesn't. I'm, well, I do plan on watching it before I watch the show. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not as in depth as uh, Lord of the Rings, where it's just like Blizzblaz, son of Himham, uh, was sent to the fucking uh, Space Shire. But like, however, if there was a history of the Eddas of the Covenant, we would have nothing but the men who beget other men who fought Master Chief. <laughs> Right. Yes. I. I just, the the main things that happen in Halo is that the the Covenant they basically destroy the planet Reach, which makes the Master Chief and the ship he's on in cryosleep jump into hyperspace. They go to a random point in space and find the the big Halo ring, and then they go explore it. This whole thing where they're on a different planet and there's like human rebels, but then the Covenant show up for no reason. They look. Like some of the CGI looks weird as fuck in this show. Would you agree? Uh, I, I did not enjoy any of the alien looks. They look like, weightless and weird. Yeah, and they, they they the skins are all plastic looking. Like they didn't put enough. Like they put so much into the Halo video games to give you depth and vibrancy in these characters, and this just took it all out right i mean their weapons are pretty gnarly like the first kill is like some well, some elite uses a, a plasma rifle to blow off a person's head and the blood splatter goes all over the the other person's face the the violence is phenomenal i will <laughs> give that yes <laughs> it did it did annoy me that nobody tried to take off one of the uh elite swords right. and just slaughter all of them uh but yeah maybe that's just how i play the game i don't know <laughs> yeah you scrounge and you find weapons and you you adapt i did appreciate how they they switch sometimes you see like a little first person it looks like what the game would look like if you were playing the the show you know um and there's really like nice little add like the the shield sound and the like even just when master chief ducks back for a second to replenish the shield i was like yeah that should be corny as fuck but i love it right right 
total like they threw that's a total fan service in there um i'm not really liking the like I, it's not the end of the world but i'm not really liking the dude who's playing master chief's voice because steve downs is just so ingrained in that character it's like anyone else playing fucking uh you know and i it's like it's like alden Ehrenreich. right we're like this guy's not fucking harrison ford <laughs> Okay. I don't know. <laughs> but like, if you it haven't is pudding for sure. I think the worst part about it is he doesn't probably have a deep voice. Is like Steve Downs is a radio guy, so he sounds like, all right, we're gonna fucking do this. Uh, we got the big bad BPI kind of thing. Like he's he's got one of those fucking voices where he can converse and still sound gravelly and fuck. But there sounds like the Chiefs doing a lot of whisper talking, which is I'm not a. a a big fan of in shows because mostly I'm like, what the fuck do they just say? Yeah, and also I think they kind of are maybe doing that because it's like because they're setting it up as this father daughter odd couple go to space situation, right? That- like the the murder machine who's done nothing but kill his whole life suddenly has a soft spot for this one kid he's literally had his memories purposefully removed so that he could become better at killing Hmm. right yeah i mean definitely interesting it's weird that he took his helmet off because they never you know the only glimpse you've seen of the master chief without his helmet in the game is that if you beat halo 4 on legendary you get to see a glimpse of his fucking eyes i mean that's some samus level what shit is there. he uh, a mandalorian kind of kind of <laughs> okay yeah pretty much uh it's like a mandalorian fucked a robocop yep and they somehow had a baby which we can assume mandalorians and robocops can do because they got new parts Right. Scar pierces everything. Right. Robocop's definitely the mob. He was like, dead or alive, you're coming in me. <laughs> I, I did for sure think that when he took the helmet off, I was like, wait, is this Master Chief? Is this even a Halo show? Are they just spinning a first season to get there? And I don't think that's the case, but... They're not going to get a second season if they dick around with this weird storyline. And I understand why they have to do it, because the actor needs FaceTime or whatever. And also, like, it's, you know, how do you write a show that's basically just, like, based on a game where it's like, get a gun and kill everything you see that's an alien. Yeah. I've I seen mean, the I first Mario you. movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see the pro I see the problem that lies ahead. Because there was Devo guns. Yeah, because they were going off of like, you know, games that were just uh weird side scrollers that made nonsense worlds fun to be in, but no no real storyline other than the princess was in another castle. Right. But I although mean, I will fuck. say I'm pretty sure I saw Nintendo Power where they did talk about Big Bertha boots, even though Big Bertha was a fish in Mario 3. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it doesn't have to be this way. There's a way to adapt video game stuff. Like, look at Sonic. The Sonic movie, the original one's great. I can't wait to see the second one. Give them yeah, back the teeth. But they're adapting the cartoon as much as they're adapting. They're, they're going off of something else that was already a good idea in that universe. And to be fair, Sonic ran two cartoons against itself. That's true. And but one of them there's, sucked. There's Halo graphic novels. There's Halo novels. There is Halo... Uh, there's a great show called Forward Unto Dawn. But are, is this nothing like the graphic novels or the novels either then? There's no like prequel story that this could be or anything like that? I think this is a fully original story, but I'll have to check up on this 
Halo thing. Mm. It wasn't bad enough that I said I'm not going to watch it. The, like the rest of it, that is. I've heard other people, like Baker told me to check it out. Is Baker a big Halo fan? Uh, no, he just likes sci-fi. So maybe they're just trying to get more more of that kind of viewer on board. I think so. And I think what Nate said is true. They're trying to build up to what the storyline in the game is, but they have to have some sort of stakes where, you know, you're not just a, a mostly silent protagonist that's just mowing through waves of bad guys with whatever yeah. weaponry you have available. Yeah, there's just not really a story there. I mean, I'd watch it, but it'd be like that POV movie, action movie that released a couple of years ago. Just be oh, watching. that's right. Upgrade? Is that what it was? Yeah. You just be watching somebody fucking stab and shoot people through their vision. Right, 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 right. And, yeah. And like, that's cool, but that'd be a lot for a series. Right. Uh, I mean, there was a good, it's, it's, it's a weird series, but I think think it's gonna turn out fine like in in this day and age we have things that are great and things that are suck but and that's usually the two extremes things are fucking so terrible they ruin your childhood or they're the best thing that's ever happened there's no middle ground where people are like yeah it's fine whatever yeah well it's a good thing halo is mostly played by adults then (laughs) no childhood to ruin yeah I mean, when when Master Chief shot that one elite in the face, I was like, T-Mag him! T-Mag him! <laughs> Hone that noob! <clears throat> oh, well, I guess I'll it, have to check that it out. Would, it would have been fucking hilarious if when the team drops in, you get a little uh, heads-up display where they're like somebody's like, noob? Question mark? And then just... <laughs> I mean, I guess this is supposed to take place in the quote-unquote silver timeline, which is different from the games. Mm-hmm. So that's why everything's, its you know, it's a multiverse story, which is weird, but right. whatever. Yeah. This is the second age of men. Exactly. Is that like the age of Aquarius? When the moon is in the seventh house. Yeah, dude. We're there now. Yeah. That also harkens back to that clown sex tweet that I replied to that Nate was referring to at the beginning <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> All comes together. Yeah. It's the dying I, of the age of Aquarius. Just like us at Multiverse of Madness later this next month. Yeah. We're going to all come together. I'm excited. That's how clowns do, Jake. That's yeah, how dude. clowns do. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Those whoop. cars are sticky. Well, like we hit that time, shower. fellas. Yeah, we also got super gross at the end sorry i did i i enjoyed it yeah i think i joined in a lot <laughs> i'm also like punch drunk and don't remember what i just said <laughs> trying to make my arms disappear in this background whoa becoming the bat i am the bat well uh any other business sorry i kind of hijacked it to talk about my gripes about halo at the end there no, glad no, you did. i loved it i loved every I, minute of it still do. i enjoyed that uh I, you know, wasn't wrong because I felt like maybe I wasn't giving it uh, the lead it should have. Right. You totally hit the nail on the head, though. We're like, as a sci-fi action show, it's perfectly serviceable. Is uh, As a person who... You know, like as a casual observer, you know, you only play Halo on Easter and Christmas. 
Um, <laughs> when well, the horse thieves so, go, somebody has to pretend to kill my cousins, and it's gonna be me. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's perfectly serviceable. If you're hardcore into the lore, it maybe is a little off-putting in points, but I don't think it's the worst thing ever made. I think you know it's especially in this reactionary time where people were like, "I saw the first episode and it fucking sucked," and I'm gonna write a campaign that. Pablo Schreiber can never work in a fucking Hollywood ever again. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't believe he won that Grammy. Did pa- no. Pablo Schreiber? No, absolutely. Oh, I got you. Now I'm on the trolley. <laughs> I I was going uh, for the, the, the show that was the, the week after the slap. Yeah. Yeah. The slap in someone else's face. <laughs> I fucking, I think I saw uh, I can't. It was uh, like a like. Don't try it, Will. I have the high ground. <laughs> I don't know if that was the meme, but whatever. This is. <laughs> you know how you subscribe to this podcast for us to describe memes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. You got to know what the people want, and then you got to give it to them. Got to give it to I them. Yeah. Welcome to broadcast memes, motherfucker. Broadcast That's where you've been the whole time. You didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> you. Uh, We're gonna get, like a lot gonna like Rick Sanchez. You're gonna get pwned. You're gonna get pizzoned. You're gonna get Pizza Hut pizzoned. Ooh, I'm so hungry. <laughs> Jake's always hungry. He's like Rogan. Yeah, I do. He waits till we're done recording before he eats. I know. What a madman. Well, I have well, I like guess. 15 minutes between when I get home and when we start. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. This is reminding me of the uh, the conversation from the newest free chubby behemoth about with Nathan and ETA? Sam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's your ETA on eating? Yeah, that was that was pretty fun. Yeah. Um. Any anything else we need to cover this weekend? I don't think so. Or this this week, this episode. Severance uh, reps, y'all no, watch I... Severance. Get it done. Put it in your head. Hey, are you allowed to watch that on the Android? I feel like Steve Jobs' ghost. You can watch you. Apple TV everywhere. The only yeah, ones that are still exclusive pay. is Roku TV, which sucks because I want to watch Sam Talon on Will Smith's comedy show. Yeah, look, man, Apple TV is watching you. Watch them back. Yeah, they're I'm making terrified. too much good content. They just want an Oscar, dude. They want everybody to watch and give them money. And it's five dollars a month, which with the amount of content they're starting to have is pretty reasonable. Hmm. And I say you already pay for the internet, so why would you pay for new Apple content? Uh, I'm gonna wait. I w- so I that they'll keep that making shows. Show. I like. I like supporting undersupported platforms that I want to continue. Yes, I'm afraid Apple TV might lose their interest in creating broadcastable <laughs> content. They had really low numbers for the first long while and i'm sure it's gonna hurt their company and i I hope they don't go out of business no they won't go out of business (laughs) but they'll cancel they'll cancel production of tv shows i want to watch that snoopy show look new line didn't go bankrupt you guys (laughs) well i I know they, they just went away. They just, yeah, he just masturbated into a fucking. Oh, wait, that's Miramax. Um, uh, yeah, he filled yeah. up a fucking well, Daffy Dill. But Miramax bought New Line. Look, just like New Line essentially bought out Canon. Yep. And Troma owns a lot of Canon. And Uncle Lloyd Kaufman has never paid a goddamn cent to one of these blood sucking pieces of shit <laughs> out there in Hollywood, stealing every content piece that you could have for free if the world was fair. <laughs> Make your own damn movie, everybody. Oh, it's several oh. books. One last thing before we do the thingy thing is oh. Nate, have you been still listening to the Dana Gould hour? 
yeah, I don't know if I've listened to the newest one. Did the new one that came out today, today or, or yesterday today? is fucking amazing. He has on one of the lead ladies at Criterion, and she's been there for 28 years. But she's well, telling stories about working with John Waters. Some shit. Oh, dude, she's she she talks about like they invent. Okay, I wanted to talk about this. I'm just so exhausted. I'm sorry, you guys. They the main point of their conversation ends up being that Criterion invented the DVD extras on Laserdiscs and the idea of commentary tracks and all this sure. shit. They had an engineer yeah. there that realized when they were using the discs, because they had they two had additional audio track. tracks. Yeah, they had yeah. two more audio tracks that they could utilize without spending any more money. So flash forward, most of their conversation is about like the Criterion channels, this streaming network that I meant to look up today. I was listening to it while I was trying to sleep last night. But uh, they 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 still put out. I, all these I don't subscribe, but you can still get a lot of it through TCM. Also, nice. But the site apparently they're still putting out like five or six Blu-ray titles a month. New Blu-ray titles. New new Blu-ray titles like, a month, and then additional insane. stuff that they only put out digital. Really? And they, they just go on and on about it, but they just like basically spent an hour agreeing with us when we were like, that's the saddest thing about streaming is the disappearance of the commentary track. Yeah. And, right. and her and her and Dana talk about it like in depth and it's really, really worth all of your time. Huh. Cool. What is this? The, the Dana, Dana Gould hour podcast. All right. I'm going to have to look that up. I think you'd love a lot of his episodes if you went through and read the descriptions matt i could see this being a podcast you'd really get turned out on you know i just started like when i drove down last week to trinidad i was just refreshing myself in podcast stuff listening to a bunch of malcolm gladwell and then a couple other pushkin industries but i need i need some other other things well this this is like malcolm gladwell the, the dana gould hour does typically go about three so it should get you most of the way to trinidad oh yeah it'll get you all the way here i go three i go three door to door yeah it'll get you here they're like two and a half to three he did like one year where he cut them down to an hour and then realized nobody wanted that went back all right let me look it up i will do so but that's all his in-depth shit he does like one where 45 minutes of it's about the black dahlia there's one where it's all about the lady who did the costuming for the monster from the black lagoon like all the stuff that which is a great the- book i've got it if you, anybody wants it i'll uh yeah and they sell it at mutiny information cafe uh <laughs> highly recommend it it was a very enjoyable book I, yeah. I had no idea about any of that shit no and it's so cool man but the yeah so he's telling history that's like the kind of podcast you like but about the shit we're really geeky about all right well here's the episode flamingo a go-go is what it's called yeah dude and it rocks all right makes sense get it. i'm getting it right now awesome oh, yeah well on that right. note, yeah, no, I gotta it. tell you, we weren't gonna record the extra track for the slurping sounds from the time that lady ate that shit. Yeah, but we did it. God damn it! <laughs> John Waters has never been prouder. Well, it's even better because it's a nice lady recounting stories of John Waters. There's only like two. Well, John yeah, Waters but still alive. He's still alive. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he's still alive. Hell yeah, fiftieth anniversary of. Uh... You, have you seen that pencil thin mustache on the city of Baltimore lately? That's him. <laughs> <John Lawrence>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I've never seen his version of Hairspray, and I'd like to see that. John Waters? The original one with Ricky Lake? Yeah. And yeah, John. Oh, it's John. Great. Yeah, I've never seen that. I've only seen the musical versions. It's I didn't so. even know it was a John Waters movie originally. Oh, fucking oh. Man. It's so good. That it. also makes sense why he has so much money. Oh, yeah. It's Hairspray. Yeah, no, I, that's, that's like the one film that I would be like, well, you're going in for John Waters, but don't expect John Waters. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand that based on the musical, just like it doesn't go that far, but I want to see divine playing the character that Travolta played in the movie. Divine's great. And she's much better. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree. All right, Mitch, you want to wrap us up? Sure thing. We, uh, Thank you for tuning in this week. Please come back again. Um, I hope you enjoyed this week. Um, you, If you have any questions, comments, concerns, want us to talk about something, want us to, are we wrong about something? Maybe you want us to tell us the fuck off. Please write us an email at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. You can follow us on all sorts of social medias. You can follow us on our Facebook page, which is updated pretty regularly with trailers and pictures and, and uh, just episodes all about. We also have a Twitter. You can follow us at Broadcast Geeks. We have an Instagram that's not very... The Twitter and the Instagram are we're needing some work, but we're working on it. Instagram's Broadcast underscore Geeks. We do have a subreddit. I posted something there after the episode last week. Still don't know how it fucking works, um, <laughs> but it's r slash Broadcast Geeks. And you can, as always, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean. Mm-hmm. And maybe one day we'll beam it directly to your fucking head. Yeah. But until that day happens, we say to you, fair listener, Excelsior. Excelsior.